0: Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. This week, we are talking with Miranda Huff about Woody Fest, which begins July 14th in Okima. But first, our question of the week, we asked you, what is your ideal way to spend the 4th of July? First up, editor-in-chief Nathan Gunner. Uh, a
1: couple different ones. I've had a couple good fourths recently. Uh, grand Lake's always a great time. Grand Lake has an amazing fireworks show. So if you're up in that area, stay. Yeah, man. Um, but I'm also a fan of uh, coming over here on top of our old parking garage, the Santa Fe parking garage in Oklahoma City, downtown Oklahoma City, which we can see out the door of my, op- or the window of my office. Here, um, it's a really nice place to watch fireworks shows from because the Bricktown fireworks go off right in front of you. Right? Yeah. Ooh, sorry. If you're up on top of it, so you just pay your five or however many dollars to drive up there and you go up to the seventh floor, and uh, it's a really yeah. It's it's a great vantage point to watch fireworks from. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And also, you know, just loving America. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: Managing it at Carly Ibarra.
2: Well, um, any good July 4th starts with watermelon, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, listening to the Hamilton soundtrack and walking down to uh, Lion Park in Bethany where they do a really cool fireworks show and I don't have to drive anywhere. So it's perfect.
0: Nice. That's excellent. All right. Uh, photo editor Megan Rossman.
3: Um, I don't really care as long as there are. Uh, mayonnaise-based salads. <laughs> potato know? salad, macaroni salad. That is...
1: Coleslaw?
3: Mm, no, not <laughs> coleslaw. I, wow. I, I only want the, the starchy The kinds salads. of
1: salads that don't have vegetables in them.
3: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about, that makes like, ambrosia? Oh, that's good, I love too, ambrosia but, salad. But mostly, I just care about potato salad. <laughs> there you go. And the 4th of July is a great time to have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: <laughs>
4: Our research editor, Ben Lucian. The family tradition for the Lucians has been to go out to the family farm in Shawnee and oh. just uh, grill some meats and uh, blow some stuff up. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's sort of been what we've done uh, for quite a, going back like over twelve years probably. Nice. What about you, Greg? What is the Elwell? What
1: is
0: the Fourth of July tradition? It's it's fun that you think we have. Traditions. We're not that. We ain't, we ain't that fancy. Uh, fireworks are fine, but yeah. for me, uh, the Fourth of July starts at a grill. Mm. That's yep. I want to be by the grill, uh, clicking some tongs to prove mm. that I'm a man. Uh, drinking, <laughs> drinking some cold beer. Maybe a Stone Cloud Light, uh, a delicious local beer. beer. Great, uh, really good summer beer. Yes. Um, and, and yeah, it's it's also backyard barbecues. Fourth of July uh, cookouts are kind of the idea. Lazy man's party because yeah, you know, that's a good one. like yeah, I, that's true. I don't have to, I don't have to interact with anybody. I don't have to go and look for something to do. I'm just there flipping yeah. burgers and hot dogs and, and uh, if people want to come talk to me, they can. And if they don't, also totally yeah. fine. <laughs> so I should say this episode is airing on the Fourth of July. Yes. It will be, so if you're listening to this on the day
1: it came available, uh, you should visit travelokay.com because there is a statewide rundown of fireworks shows on Fourth so of July. That is absolutely your resource, no matter where you are in Oklahoma, TravelOK.com um, is a, is the best place you're going to find to find kind of where all, like if you want a firework show in Oklahoma, that's the place to find it because they've got them all.
0: And if you can't get to one uh, on the 4th, there are more to come. Yes, and probably if you're anything like me, your neighbors will be giving you a free firework show <laughs> at some point as well. I, I got to say, our, our, our readers did not uh, respond to this one nearly as they uh, vehemently about as I, this. but uh, Rickman85 said, with my family no matter what which okay. is well, which is sense. a good idea and <laughs> Alan, uh, yeah. Yeah, Alan yeah Alan Rickman <laughs> 85 Alan Rickman from the grave from the grave yeah. From beyond, beyond. The grave. yeah uh, and then Jackie Harrison said away from loud fireworks which I uh, also get yeah. especially if you're if you're an animal lover yeah uh, firework I, shows can be yeah. pretty traumatizing you know what's funny is
1: like the, my dog does not give one flip like everyone's like oh it's scaring the dogs and she's just like and they're like whatever man I don't care like she does did you does it bother your dogs, Carly?
2: Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Like, it's, if it's a, a continuous show, yeah. it doesn't bother them. The one, like the individuals who will just, just randomly shoot one, like that, one off. that, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. does. Yeah. Okay. So make sure that your dogs have collars on this weekend mm-hmm. and that they are contained somehow yes. because more pets go missing on, on July 4th July, than any other day of the year. They get spooked and run
1: so. off. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Definitely a good idea to keep them collared. But there's a lot of, um, speaking of dogs and travel, just I'm going to tease a little bit where uh, if you pick up our next issue, you're going to find out about some places you can go stay with your dog. Yes. Like, if you want to get away, so... Mm -hmm. Tease, tease, tease.
0: <laughs> all right. So, what it did our social media? whoa, sorry. That was it. Okay. That was it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was
1: wow. the only response we got. Oh yeah.
0: shoot. Um, also, uh, just a, a quick shout out for our current issue, which is yes. just now on newsstands. Yes. Uh, the Bob Dylan cover it looks really great, and it's just a, a fun issue. Do all you know? Around. I already have like a
1: dozen emails in my inbox from readers that I got to answer. I just got back from a trip, so I got to answer them today. But uh, I, this is this one's turned out to be pretty popular with people. Good. Yeah, yeah. People are really liking it so far so
0: hooray so you would like it too listener yes you would if you don't Uh, have it already all right let's uh let's talk to miranda huff about some of the sounds you do want to be close to at the 25th annual woody fest folk festival in okima and now we are very pleased to welcome in miranda huff with the uh woody guthrie woody fest in okima uh miranda welcome to the podcast
5: Hi, thanks for having me. Excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. So uh, WoodyFest is coming up and tell us a little bit about what people can expect this year
5: sure so this is our 25th annual woody fest so we're really excited we made it to um, our silver anniversary nobody threw us a jubilee like they've been throwing across uh, the pond there this year but we're still excited um our children's festival is back um, even bigger than last year last year was a great children's festival there will be uh 200 for the first 200 um People at the Children's Festival, kids at the Children's Festival, there'll be free ukuleles and harmonicas and, mm-hmm. um, you know, music books to to play with those instruments and those kinds of things. We have a great lineup. Uh, one of the things I'm most excited about are some of our new venues, all of our venues, except for the pastures, of course, um, have an indoor portion this year. So they're not outside in a hot tent. Um, the Crystal Theater, of course, is one of our venues. And then Lou's Rocky Road Tavern has both inside and outside spaces. Um, a lot of the shows will be outside there, but there will be an inside portion. And then a new venue in Okima, it's called the Corral. And that's where our Bound for Glory stage is going to be held. And uh, the Corral is an ice cream shop and ax throwing venue in Okima. So no ax throwing <laughs> during the concert. But, um, in the evening, I'm sure you could go through some axes if you want.
0: I, nothing says ice cream like axes, you know, So that's, uh, I, I gotta say, I was scrolling through the lineup of artists who are performing at this year's Woody Fest, and my hand got tired <laughs> because you guys have stacked this show from top to bottom. This is really, it's a great lineup.
5: It is a great lineup. Um, James McMurtry, one of our headliners, we're really excited about. I'm personally excited about Mike McClure. Had him at festival this year. He'll be performing at the Crystal, I believe, um, this year during one of the daytime performances. But you're right. It's just stacked up. You know, if you've been coming to Woody Fest for a long time, you might remember a time when there were 120 acts and things like that, which were even even more than we have this year. Uh, You know, it's just... Due to all the kinds of restraints that nonprofits have—budgets, timing, all of those kinds of things—we we kind of had to pare it down. But, but like you said, I think we've been able to do so in a way that still leaves a super stacked, um, yeah, a, you know, festival and lineup. Jared, so, Deck from so Norman, many shows
0: I'm in there that uh, that local music fans, especially, are going to love yeah. to see. Uh, but uh, I mean, big names too. Ellis Paul's on there, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, uh, Bo, Bo Jennings and the Tigers, one of our favorites, a friend of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that I've always really liked about Woody Fest is that in addition to the music, you guys also have, uh, sessions where, um, panel discussions, things like that. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a learning experience as well.
5: Absolutely. And, that, you know, that's one of our goals is not just to I think one of our goals, like you mentioned, too, is are, are the local acts giving Oklahoma musicians a time to really um, get in front of people that maybe they won't always have the chance to, um, especially regionally. You know, we have a lot of artists, Cassie Latshaw, Melissa Hembree, those kinds of folks who are who are very local to Okima or the surrounding areas. Uh, Cassie's from the Bristow area. Melissa's from Okima things like that. So um, I kind of got off track a little bit there. But in addition to that, uh, you know, just the lineup, we have a new uh, panel, t- a union panel talking about labor movements and those kinds of things. Um, and the one thing that's great about our, our panels, I think, is that we work really hard to make them available to everyone even outside of the festival. So we host them on our YouTube stations. Uh, last year's panel from Sterling Harjo and Dr. Foley around Native American music is still available out there today, even though um, they won't be at this year's festival. But a great lineup of panels, um, the Steinbeck exhibit that's coming to the History Center during the festival. So that will run um, not just during festival. But um, for several weeks there before and after, I actually think it may start July 1st in in Opefuskie County. So check that out. But uh, lots of great, like you said, educational things, not just um, music. Again, the Children's Festival, lots of, of different options for people. Yeah.
2: Um, I know that whenever I go to any festival, um, no matter what it's about, my kind of focus is always food. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so are there going to be a lot of, um, different eating opportunities for people that attend the festival? Sure. I, you know, I don't have
5: the vendor list for all of the, um, the pasture vendors and all of that kind of thing, but that's one thing that we're really trying to kind of work on expanding and it'll, you know, it'll take, um, a little time, I think, to get us where we want to be. But there will be, I know of an Italian vendor who's coming to the to the festival. And I think we're going to work to try to get some vendors downtown in Okima as well. But in addition to any vendors that would come into the town, um, there are several restaurants in Okima that um, are supporting the festival in one way or another. So um, a Mexican restaurant, Taco Tacos El Palomo on Main Street, another one as you come in the interstate Pepino's down there, um, an Italian restaurant, Chef Remy's, um, all of those folks are, will be open during festival and are excited to have visitors to Okima. So we're excited for them.
2: Mm-hmm. I've actually been to the taco place, not, uh, not kind of recently, and it was really, really good. Awesome. Which one were you at? Uh, Paloma.
5: Yeah, it is really good. It's, um, well, they're both really
2: great, but I, I
5: love Paloma too. Um, uh, Irma and Alex who own that that um, establishment are great folks and we're excited for them. They're they're really active in Okima and we're, we're excited for their business. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's always one of the great joys of visiting a town that maybe a lot of people aren't familiar with and that's getting yeah. to hit those restaurants. And then also Okima, beautiful little town and, and so much Woody Guthrie history there. Uh, you know, even if you're not actively at the festival, or even if you can't get there this year, there's tons to do there. Uh, there's a great little parklet and all sorts of
5: things. Yeah. So the, the Woody, the Woody park itself in downtown that has a statue of Woody Guthrie, some bricks of different supporters throughout the years uh, with song lyrics is a beautiful park. That's well taken care of the Guthrie homestead. So uh, where the Guthrie family home once stood in Okima, that lot is available to go visit. Um, the the park where the children's festival will be held kind of shaded a beautiful place to let your kids run off some energy between shows um play on the equipment down there and then of course saturday participate in that children's festival the lake is beautiful something about okima i think okima um in general their their economic development team is really working hard on building up okima and helping you know to to make these stories more accessible to um, to the general public. So I would would also encourage you um, there'll be some information, you know, in our programs and things like that. But check out their website. I think it's uh, a placemakingokema.com. They have lots of great plans that will be beneficial to Okema in general. And then, of course, the festival um, as as these plans continue to work out, just kind of some economic development, uh, tourism development, that kind of thing. So we're excited to be working with them um, as a partner as well.
0: And the Guthrie family is really involved with, uh, with these festivals too. It, it, there's a ton of, uh, ton of family members who are putting this on. Is it nice to have that sort of familial connection, uh, in putting, uh, an event like this on?
5: Oh my gosh, it's, you know, it's so nice. Like you said, we have, grandchildren, great-grandchildren who will be performing at the festival, but just to have, um, a relationship with the family in general, we have a really close connection with Woody Guthrie publications, um, whose president is Nora Guthrie, Woody Guthrie's daughter. We, we were in emails with them this week, just kind of getting some things approved for t-shirts and around lyrics and things like that. So it's nice to just be able to shoot off an email really quickly and, um, people know what your intentions are and, um, give you approvals and things like that really quickly, um, to make this the best we can possibly make it. How many people are you guys expecting this year? I would say we, we, we're probably expecting between 1500 and 3000.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a huge impact for a little town like Okima.
5: It is, you know, and we try outside of the people who, you know, buy tickets and eat in Okima and all of those kinds of things. We work really hard to use as many vendors, um, from the areas we can. So for things like porta potties, you know, I don't think people think a lot of all of the details that go on to throw a, a festival like this, but uh for, you know, our lawn services, porta-potties, tents, all of that kind of thing. Um, we work really hard to keep those dollars regional as
2: well and impacting Okima. Mm-hmm. Um, Something that I've always really loved about the Woody Guthrie Festival is not just the people who perform and the the people who show up, but the kind of overall feeling of like togetherness, not to be kind of hippy-dippy, but like it's just such a welcoming environment. Is that something that you guys try to cultivate or does it just kind of happen? You know,
5: I think it we, of course, want to keep it up and and in. um nurtured that feeling but i think it's something that kind of just naturally happened i um and i may have said this last year when i spoke with you guys but i grew up in okima i don't i don't live in town anymore but i'm there often and um I was probably about 16 or 17 when the festival started and just seeing those people come back year after year and you can pick up people from across the world. I know that several people, you know, are are good friends with a, a gentleman from Ireland, um, a gentleman from the Netherlands who will be here um, for festival this year. And just being able to pick back up where you left off for that familial feeling kids growing up in the festival. Like I said, um, I grew up with the festival, my daughter's now 19 and a freshman, almost a sophomore in college. She has a very dear place in her heart. So I think that's what keeps that kind of culture of the festival is that it's being passed down, you know, from generation to generation by people who have um, experienced it and, and that closeness is important to them. Um, so, I, you know, now we're, we're getting into two or three generations of festival goers when, when you've been going 25 years, which yeah. I think is just a testament to the culture of Woody Fest. Um, we don't have paid staff. We don't have a paid executive director. Everything that is done and put on by, to Woody Fest um, is done by volunteers. I mean, we, of course, pay our contractors and our musicians and those kinds of things. But the actual planning of and implementing the festival is by a board of 13 board of director members who just pour their heart and soul into it. And I think that is also part of why it feels so special. There's,
0: there's a real sense, especially, I mean, I think anybody who's listened to any of Woody Guthrie's music, but especially listening to the, some of the other acts that are playing, um, there's a, there's an intimateness, uh, uh, intimacy to, to what they do. um, And that, sense of closeness, uh, not just between like people in the audience, but the audience to the artist. Um, I, I, think that kind of fosters what, uh, that, that, that feeling you get from Woody Fest. It, it, it's, uh, it's not that, you know, that people don't have, uh, some angry emotions in their songs or, or things like right. that, but it, it, there's just a, it's a real culture of understanding yes. um, and kind of helping.
5: Yeah. I think, you know, um, not to like get too far down, but you know, we're living in um, political times where people have lots of different opinions and thoughts and that's no different in Okima. The special thing I think about Woody Fest is what you just said is that we, it cultivates um, space for conversation with people who would maybe never talk about certain things otherwise, if they weren't in Okima, if they weren't listening to these songs, if they weren't um, getting to interact with singer songwriters face to face. Um, a lot of our performers, you know, maybe like I mentioned, Cassie uh, started out on um, our open mic stages and things like that. So really, a, a they have the ability to be close to the audience and the audience has the ability to talk and share with them. So I think cultivating um, a culture of conversation is important to us. Um, and we're, we're thankful that that can happen in Okima.
0: Now uh, for folks who can't make it there, you guys have really made it uh, so easy to, to connect with Woody Fest yeah. virtually um, uh, with a, an entire virtual program. That's $40 and yes. uh, uh you know you get lots of uh, lots of entertainment for that and and you get to see all those panel discussions and also all the artists
5: yeah you know we can talk about covid and the, the the troubles it caused us all but it also you know led to some innovation and part of the innovation was our 2020 festival was completely virtual and we have held on to that going forward making virtual options available um for last year's live festival and again for this year's live festival so like you said we you can get access to all of the um all of the streaming stuff uh venues all of it for forty dollars three days worth of music i feel like that's a pretty amazing price um it gives you a really um, good opportunity and and for us i i noticed when we were advertising our virtual things in 2020 giving us a new you know a new market to kind of spread spread the festival to people who've never been to Okima, um, don't live anywhere near us, um, have access to see uh, what this festival is about and what they can find out there. Uh,
0: Well, Miranda, thank you so much for coming on. We have really enjoyed talking to you and uh, uh, I hope that everybody who can gets out to Woody Fest and that website is Woodyfest.com. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you can find lots of information on the schedule tickets, uh, both virtual and in-person, uh, you can even buy merch there, things like that. Uh, but, uh, uh Miranda, thank you so much for, for coming on. And, and, uh, we really hope everybody, uh, takes a chance. If you even can't get out there personally, uh, get on the live stream. It's a really great show.
5: Yeah. Come see us. Um, uh, like Greg said, either personally or virtually we'll love to have you in Okima.
0: All right, that's uh, it's coming up here in the middle of July, so you've only got a couple weeks left, folks. That's right. That's one of the best summer things all year. Woody Fest is
1: so fun. Ben, you're going this year. You're going to go and write about it. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what kind of time you're going to have.
4: Yes, I'm also very excited to take it It's
1: out. a lot of fun, especially like when they when Arlo Guthrie gets up and leads the This Land is Your Land sing along. Like I always get really moved. Like It's 100 degrees. <laughs> it's midnight, and it's a, one of the most beautiful moments you get to have in Oklahoma all year long.
4: This it's is like, my first, uh, well, will be my first uh, Woody Fest, so I am like really excited take it all in it's it's legitimately been on my list for a while that's
1: awesome good. I'm glad you're getting to go. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And I've got some great acts playing this year. And also, the Woody Guthrie Poets are always really fun. So if you can't make it to O'Kima, there's a Woody Guthrie Poets reading in Oklahoma City and one in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and check that out, too, because that's a really cool thing as well.
0: And um, uh, once again, it's WoodyFest.com and uh, you can get tickets there. You can mm-hmm. also sign up for that virtual uh, experience if you can't make it to Okema, because, you know, it, it happens. Yeah. Uh, all right. It is now time to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly podvents, And first up this week is Megan.
3: <laughs> Why pay $20 to go to the movie theater when you can sit under the stars and watch a film for free? My answer would be air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're less heat averse than me, you may want to head on down to the Myriad Gardens in Oklahoma City this summer for Sonic Summer Movies. Uh, Oklahoma's ubiquitous fast food chain Is sponsoring showings of modern classics For anyone who wants to pull up a blanket Or a lawn chair And enjoy a little big screen time Plus there will be games prior to the showing And food trucks to fill your hungry bellies When the sun sets on July 6th The Jack Black comedy School of Rock Will entertain the crowd And future showings include Jurassic Park Sing 2 And Batman Returns For more information visit myriadgardens.org
1: I, Batman Returns. What a great movie! That scene when Michelle Pfeiffer goes nuts and becomes Catwoman.
0: Yeah,
3: oh, it's, it's one of the best scenes. Of it all was of a formative movie for yes, me. Yes, it was.
0: it's So <laughs> good. I, I actually saw Sing Two this last weekend. Really? with my with my kids, and uh, it's it's like my mom a, took my niece and nephew to see it, and they all three of them know loved what it. That is. It's a jukebox musical cartoon, basically. Oh, okay. uh, Matthew McConaughey plays a koala who puts on Broadway shows. It's yeah. it's weird. It's fun. Hmm. Uh, I, I uh I legitimately enjoyed I mean, it.
1: Try to seriously describe the plot of any children's movie.
0: Yes. Like,
4: uh, there goes this green
0: uh, Right, exactly. A, a talking bear from darkest Peru right, exactly. uh, travels to England. Uh, all right. Uh,
4: next up is Ben. Bad news for all you modern day warriors. Tulsa's Rush Fest music festival won't be a place to find Rush tribute bands named things like Rash, Rushmore, and Close Enough to the Heart. No. <laughs> The bar is a little higher than that. The actual Rush Fest set to take place this Friday and Saturday in Tulsa's Kendall Whittier District is an island-themed summer music festival featuring some of the best reggae, R&B, hip-hop, jazz, soul, and pop artists the state has to offer. Performing artists include the band Freak Juice, Ray J., Susan Carroll, K.O., Bran J., who will be performing at Woody Fest, um, and and many more, along with poetry, dancing, and visual art showcases. You see, this is much more than a music festival. Founder and singer-songwriter Tia Rush calls the event a hub for all sorts of creative talent to share space with like-minded individuals and be a part of something greater than themselves. This is also the triumphant return of Rush Fest following a two-year pandemic hiatus. So all that is to say, way cooler than another 80s cover band. (laughs) Venues for the festival include 473 Bar and Backyard and Heirloom Rustic Ales. Individual session tickets start at twelve fifty. You can see a full range of admission packages and a performance schedule at Rushfest Music Festival. That's both Rushfest Music dot com. You can also visit Facebook dot com slash Rushfest Music.
0: That sounds like fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I... I I think it's awesome. Like, how great would it be to name a festival after yourself, though? Nate Fest. Nate Fest. No, thanks.
1: (laughs) Because what if nobody showed up?
0: Well, I'm pretty sure the headliner would be Nate Dogg. So, <laughs> if I had a
2: Carly Festival and Carly Simon was not performing, people uh, it wouldn't be a very good set. Carly Festival. Very. No, it wouldn't yeah, yes. it'd
1: be. be a bad. Yeah, although if there was Megan Fest, you could have Megan the
0: Stallion. Mm. That'd be fun. And special guest Megan Rapinoe. There you go. Huh?
3: Yeah. There. Are, I don't know. I'm. I don't get along with most of the Megans <laughs> in the world. It's like
1: Siamese fighting fish. If we put you in a room with another Megan, we have to slow or lower one be of you. One. We have to put one of you in a bag and slowly lower you into the room. Me- yeah. Megans are like Highlanders in that
0: yeah, yeah. way.
2: Well, they- we did get the best one. So. Yes, it's true. Yeah, That's yes. true. we I mean
0: Of all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somewhere the Queen soundtrack starts playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up is Nathan. All right. Baby, it's hot outside, so if you really can't stay in
1: this heat, we understand. Do you need a little Christmas right this very minute? Then head to Oklahoma's Christmas capital, Chickasha, for Chickasha Christmas in July. The famous gigantic Christmas tree in Shannon Springs Park will be lit up at night the entire month. And the Chickasha Community Theater, yes, it's air-conditioned, will be showing holiday-themed movies every Thursday night with Home Alone on July 7th, Arthur Christmas on July 21st, and my personal favorite, A Christmas Story on July 28th. Local stores and boutiques will be featuring Christmas in July deals, so you can go ahead and start your shopping now and beat the rush. And if you take your receipts by the Chamber of Commerce, you can be entered to win hundreds of dollars in gift cards and coupons. Be sure to take your selfie with the cardboard cutouts of famous Christmas characters that will be strategically placed in stores all over town. And hear those sleigh bells ringling, jing, jing, ting, ting, tingling too, and head Chickasha way for the best holiday party and 100 degree temperatures. Call 405-222-6020 or visit com for more info. I was trying to like get as many carols into that as
0: I could, and I just ran out of time. I I feel like you did a great job. (laughs) (laughs) Carly, what's your event this week?
2: Is there a summer experience more satisfying than shoving a big old handful of berries into your mouth? Maybe not. It's just one of the few things that I live for during summer, Um, but there might be one experience that's a little more satisfying, the McLeod Blackberry Festival. July 8th through 9th at Veterans Memorial Park, you can certainly fill yourself to the brim with those beautiful bursting berries but you can also consume them in the form of jam cobbler fried pies funnel cakes, snow cones and more in fact you can win a prize for being the top cobbler gobbler but make sure you hit the carnival especially the rides first admission is free visit mcleodchamber.com for more details
1: blackberries one of the great joys of summer really are fra- is fresh yes. fruits and buddies oh I love yeah.
2: I don't care that they get you get seeds all stuck in your teeth no, it's worth it worth yeah. it just floss <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cobbler, gobbler. gobbler. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> There's – we need a restaurant named that. We do. Start that. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turkey pot pies and, <laughs> and <Yep>. cobblers. <laughs> Well, on the last episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast, I handed out dual uh, Just Can't Wait awards to two towns that held their fireworks festivals on July 1st. So I feel honor-bound to award the Fine Folks of Glencoe the, huh, the 4th of July was when? (laughs) Award for this year's Glencoe fireworks display on July 9th. (laughs) Wow. Look, some folks have to work on Independence Day. Some people are sick with summer colds or their kids are at camp and they didn't get to see the fireworks this year. So even though Independence Day is in the rear view, it doesn't mean you can't celebrate it. Visitors to Glencoe's Boyd Davidson Park can enjoy a patriotic pet parade, a pair of giant water slides that are only $10 for an all-day pass, a kids' fishing tournament, a hot dog eating contest, sports, live music, a raffle, and, of course, an After Darks fireworks show that will keep the rocket's red glare and bombs bursting in air going for one more night. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds like it's worth the wait. Yes. Those water slides especially sound like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Especially. it's. I mean, it's very July. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) All right. The sound of uh, the rest of us naming a festival after ourselves (laughs) means that the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. Join us again next week, or if you just can't get enough, head to oklamatoday.com and pick up our latest issues on newsstands right now. Send feedback to oktpod at travelok.com, and we'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com.
2: Goodbye. And happy birthday, America. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I want some cobbler. I never don't want cobbler.